Everybody listens, but it's not for everybody, because it's not, not for the masses. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? Hello there. This is Gerald on the hey, mic. Hey, hey. It's your boy, Tevin. What's up, y'all? It's Brian. Theodore here. This is Hope Allen. All right, and we want to welcome you to the... I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Brian. I knew I was trying to be great. I (laughs) promise. I wanted this to be great. Like, no. We're still great. We're still great. We don't need to get past 10 seconds. It's still happening. Yo, but like it happened like (laughs) twice earlier before we started. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to say anything because we've all heard (laughs) it. It dinged twice. And that's going to be the thing. It's happened to almost everyone at this table. No, just you. Just you. Anyway, we want to welcome you to the dinner table. Um, we have this delicious cocktail here, Brian. Or, well, that might be debatable tonight. Um, can you tell us what it is that we are drinking? Well, it's it's. I think I think it's pretty good. I mean, I, it's it's I, strong. It's strong. I will say that. So I'm, so I'm okay to get, with that. You know, everyone to appreciate cocktails. So not just juice and liquor, but actual cocktails. So what you will we have is oh, a beautiful. Good job. That was a good read, Brian. It was something. It was trying to be something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, tell us. it's a special gin it's called empress 1908, 1908. um it is an original indigo color and um it i is, mean it looks good it's by, by small batch is bottle 112 okay. it's a beautiful beautiful yeah, beautiful it's a gorgeous gin. bottle and so effectively what we're drinking tonight is a gin and tonic all right, wonderful. Let's toast. To, to Purple Rain. My God, so Purple Wasn't Rain. It, it took us a long time to get it, there. It did. God damn it, it did. So we are still in this damn COVID-19 crisis. For those of you who aren't taking it seriously, you should be popped. You know, this is a serious thing. It, it's, a, it's a big deal. People are dying left and right, and you have the nerve to, you know, be out walking around like it's nothing. Go home and stay home. Like, damn. There's even saying that that it's currently peaking, and there are going to be a multitude of deaths uh, uh, around the nation. I simply think it's they are now testing everyone, and now not everyone, but people are being tested. The numbers are increasing, and it's getting kind of crazy. And even and it, and it's really getting close to home. So to once a lot you get tested, it, it gets accelerated. Then no, I could no, be well, right? Away you could be, you could be. I think I think their numbers are now being yeah. more realistic, it's more accurate because mm-hmm. people are actually getting tested. Right. Um. You know, before either their a there wasn't enough tests. Or they they you know they didn't have the test available to mm-hmm. test you to see if you actually had it, but you had the symptoms. I mean, this has been around since 20, 2019, well, actually. Yeah, and the backlog and the backlog, right? And Taking a, a week for results or something yeah, like that. And I'm yeah. not even so much concerned about those numbers rising. My just thing is to know that there's so many people actually dying, right? Those actual numbers are the ones I'm looking at, and I'm just saying. Yo, this thing is hitting hard. Whether you know you got it or not, whether you were sitting at home for the 14 days, you have it because you just don't want to go into a hospital and die. Yeah, because it's just, I, I don't even know. You know, you go in to get tested and, but um, it's just those those death rates. But um, to me, it's the variables, right? So even if you are a healthy individual and you get the virus, there is no guarantee that, you know, you can come out of this on the other side. You know, I've seen stories and some of the symptoms and and what people are describing their experiences have been is horrific, like hallucinations and night sweats and all of these things like uh, difficulty breathing. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, like I just don't want it at my house. I mean, I don't know anybody that actually does, but, (laughs) you know, and then that treatment and testing like that's a whole nother thing. So I think just safeguarding. Yeah. Like being 
being safe to just not have it come to you at all right. as opposed to right. having now to deal with it um whether you are at home or at a hospital i just right. don't want but i feel like a, a lot of these symptoms are very similar to a bad flu so you have the flu you're sweating i mean i've had the flu real you know i haven't had any years but when i did have it mm-hmm. i was i felt like i was hallucinating i was sweating i had body aches you know, uh, high high fever. fever. I mean, those body aches and fever are are kind of hallmark symptoms of the flu. You know, that's how you, how I can tell. If I don't have body, me personally. So that's a good point. Viruses act different in everyone's body. Exactly. Right. And, I, yeah. and I think exactly. because it acts differently, it's going to attack different cells. And 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 for everyone, it, it may not be a respiratory disease. It may it may not attack attack your respiratory system. You may not get pneumonia or, or anything, or something like that. And so it, it just, it affects people differently. Well, I ain't trying to find out. So please be safe. So what does being safe really look like to you then? Right. Is being safe really just staying home? Like stay home, be safe. That's the only way I can kind of sort of, maybe kind of sort of ensure that nothing's going to get me. That's what people say. You yeah. Stay your ass home. For me, it's a little bit different. Okay. And, I, and I only say that because it, I, I am in no way advocating for anyone to go outside and to do things that is not advisable by the experts that are advising us, okay? But I, <coughs> but like, <laughs> for me, right. <laughs> like what are we talking about right now? Right. I'll, I'll, I'll get my advice uh, lead from Governor Hogan. Okay, go ahead. Right. I don't know. So for me, um, washing your hands, right, properly, right? Washing your hands, washing your forearms, and not holding your hands to where the dirt is leaking down to your fingertips, right? Wearing the the proper mask. Um, if I'm going to be in close pro- close proximity to people, um, that mask prevents me from touching my nose and my mouth. And then wearing gloves to ensure that if I when I'm out and I'm touching things, if I'm going to if I'm going to do that, that I'm not touching them with my bare hands. Y'all with these gloves are Listen, crazy. I was about to All say this, that the gloves uh, and the mask cross though. contamination that y'all doing with people wearing these gloves. Y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all just y'all just out here just <laughs> people, don't, people don't do it right. <laughs> like right, I mean, not doing it right. touching every damn thing with their gloves and pulling their phones out their pocket and touching their faces. Y'all ain't doing shit with these but gloves. But let's stop right there for a second because <laughs> as a food service provider, we wear gloves and we wear gloves because and wait, we change them a lot. And we change them a lot change them okay if you go outside and then you come back wearing your gloves and then you come back inside and you take them gloves off don't trash. put them gloves back on then you go into the trash change them okay? trash them food service providers change your gloves every 30 minutes put a little timer on so you get, a, get that ding <coughs> change your gloves let the people know and that's why now i do i do when i go into places and i see that people are wearing gloves like if they are preparing something for me i'm did you change your gloves i'm sorry please i, I would feel a lot better if you would get news that. Thank you. Netflix and chill has been an exhausted statement uh, during this time. Y'all been chilling, or y'all been chill? You chill. You chill. I chill. chill. I chill. So you don't know my home situation. I chill. Okay. So look. Oh. You don't know my story. Tell you us about your home situation. Home I mean, I feel situation. like it's a thing. Like what? Oh. Well, you just chill. chill. You just chill. I, I'm not chill. Yeah, chill. I, chill. I, ne- I do. I Netflix and chill. I have someone to chill with. So I, we, Your we, homie? We, we, yeah, we sit and we watch Netflix. Okay, so, so it was a chill and not a chill. Y'all been watching anything? Anything y'all been watching? Oh, I've been watching. Okay, so don't laugh at me. We will. But 
Black Lightning. I've been watching I it. But I don't right. understand how y'all just catching on I know. On this, I haven't caught on. I didn't what say I was just catching on. No, I know, but Brian but, but because it's on that, what, CW or something or whatever. It was on CW. Yeah, yeah. and then... I don't know Sometimes what happened. Once they get to Netflix and go, I'm like, listen. My, my mom was like, I've been seeing that. I, you know, I was like, what, mom? I was like, you didn't tell me about it. It's it's really good to Maybe me. Maybe she's just at home chill. And with all the African-American actors on, it's just, it's like, yeah. It's real black. All of them. Yes. Shout out to Scooter. One more time, Tevin. Shout out to Josh Lay from Tevin, is your shit in with Brian. Tevin, it's your time. It's your season. Last night, I started watching Ozark. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's Theo, no? I'm not watching trouble. it. It's no, a little I'm slow. I'm not going to be on this bandwagon. You're not going to watch it? I'm not going to watch it. Simply it's because everybody slow. else is watching it? Uh, well, well, just because uh, it never really appealed to me on regular. But you know what? Tevin, tell your story. No, that was fine. <laughs> you know, we, you know you're, I'm used to you just shooting down everything. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I started Ozark, and it's a great show. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm on episode four. Season one. Season one, episode four. Okay. Um, oh, we got a long and way to go. Well, he just yeah, started. Yeah. Just started. Um, <laughs> I did too, but I'm a little further ahead. So, um, yeah, it's been interesting uh, to see the different characters develop. Um, I wish that um, there were more black people on it. There's only one that I've seen so far, um, and he was gone like the first two episodes. Um, and so, yeah, that's just me. But that's authentic, though, because sure. they're in like some hick town yeah you yeah. know so i mean i get it, it makes sense to me yeah i get yeah. it i just you know people live in hick town i just wish no no, no we do black. i'm just saying like i'm rooting for everybody black so i just wish you know somebody else got hired to play a different role or something keep watching. <laughs> did you see have you seen breaking bad i don't know i haven't i'm not interested they're very similar yeah. and it's almost because ozark obviously came after breaking bad but i feel like breaking bad is much better and breaking bad as far as netflix is concerned I haven't met another show on Netflix that I really felt like, wow. Is Breaking Bad on Netflix? It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I watched but it. But like when it was all over, I was just I just sat there and I had to just sit yeah. there. It was dope. With you know, without even giving away the ending, I just I just sat there and I had to say, huh. Walter White. And then I had to accept that it was over. Like it was no more. I thought that and way. And then about they tried to do under. that whole Saul is Paul and Ruth thing yeah. and I was I haven't like, seen no, six feet under. Oh, so did is it, it on Netflix? End as well, um, as you had hoped it to. I think at that point, the way this show just twists things, it was just kind of like, I'm not even going to set my expectations on anything that I'm going to say needs to happen. I was like, let me just see where they go with this. I'm loving these writers, and I'm loving the way the actors, everything just syncs. It connects. Because I know that's a lot of, that's a, a lot of people felt some type of way about the ending of Game of Thrones. So I was wondering, like, uh, was that the same feeling? I hated the well, ending I, of Game of Thrones. kind of rushed that, though. They did. It felt really rushed. But not even not even to jump on the, that Game of Thrones like bandwagon. But Breaking Bad to me, that's how you know a good show. I don't want to jump on the. I don't. I don't even remember Breaking Bad how bandwagon. Breaking Bad ended. Right. It makes me want to watch it again because I loved it, and I don't even remember how to crap how it ended. Like, it didn't stick with me. Meaning, I feel like that's part of a good show. It makes you want to go back I and watch it. I think part of this is like fast food TV, right? And especially now how we're getting the programming, like we're binging, we're watching we it binging. multiple episodes like in a day. And a lot of it is just, it's in and it's out. It's mindless entertainment. And so I watched the entire series too. And I think it was before it got to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I, I like you, I do a data dump. 
and I mean it's entertaining while I'm in the moment, but I can't tell you like what happened to the characters after the fact, which I'm trying to hang on because I'm watching Ozark two and I'm on season three, probably midway. Ooh, I'm in two. Um, and I understand that there's like a wait. Well, there was a wait between two and three, and so I'm trying not to rush it. But I mean, you know, you can't really kind of help yourself. So um, yeah, just I'm very curious to see how this one's gonna wrap up for this season, and I will be mindful um to to really take it in. Theo, what um, shows are you watching? Um, so I actually watched a um, four-part series um, called Unorthodox. Well, I do want to say I was peer pressured into watching Tiger King first. Yeah, and Carol Baskins. She killed that man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> she did. I want my life back. It wasn't good? I just I it loved was... it. So many people are gung-ho about it and they're just I haven't like, watched it so, so, when did so good so there were six, five episodes right so I feel like there were more than that I, it like felt it very long it felt, I, think it was, I think it was five I think it was five it or six it wasn't more than that it was five or six. Oh, they were like an hour and a half long right. though but this they is were my question so when, when, when did you know that you were too far gone like I'm just gonna see this through like I had the first episode you could have stopped and not look back, right? No, I was peer pressured into doing this because uh -huh. people wanted to talk about it. You marathon watched or I, you I okay. did. Okay. Cause I'm like, I'm not gonna, you know, spread this out over a course of days. Like who no. This not gonna linger like the coronavirus. Okay. You just wanna get it yeah. out. I don't I don't want you to feel like I was one of the persons doing that because let me just say this to you. You didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, brother. Like I only watch maybe 30 to 45 minutes, that and that's all I needed. That's all I needed to see that these people were like a circus, a, tra a yeah. traveling circus. But you they, were but one of family. the ones that but were just no. like, no, <laughs> you no, got to do it. I just it. wanted you to glimpse it. I didn't None of them have teeth, and I'm just like, oh, my no, God. I didn't think I you was going to watch the entire watch thing. I thought thing. you knew when to say this is foolery no, and to stop. I'm because sorry. I thought we were going to talk about it, and I had this, oh, I no. had this thing about – not finishing yeah, shows. Finish your like, I have to do it. It's the mm -hmm. same with the book. Like, I yeah. can make myself just trudge through, like, a book that is mm. really draining, and I'm just like... To Ugh. sit there and continue to watch that? You you got to just... Mm -mm. I did it. I walked away. Yeah. And I Walk away. I, mean, it, it, I, I can say I appreciate now that I can get, like, where the, some of the these gifts and, stuff, or, yeah. Yeah, and the memes and all that good stuff, but, like, I still want my life back. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was it was it was, it was good. Um, it's mindless entertainment. That's what it was. Right. So you can't even talk about it. You're so right. there. So after that, I was <laughs> white trash. Let's I don't do know something. Yeah. <laughs> that was about to say for yeah. you. I was like, nah, let me not, <laughs> because you wanna. Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually watched this. I think it's a five-part series, maybe four-part, I don't know, um, called Unorthodox. And it's about um, – it was I really, really that. good. Um, and it was based off of a book by the same name by this young lady who – Which Hope might not finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> she might not. I don't know. But she was a Satmar Hasidic Jew, and, like, they had this really, really Wonderful. tight sect. Um, what was good about it for me is, one, I got to learn a lot about – this particular sect of Hasidic Jews. Um, also, like, to kind of see how they sometimes take literal biblical texts and then try to, like, merge that into um, today's current society where they live. Um, and then some of the things, like, there was a line in there where um, 
<clears throat> once she got to Germany, some of the uh, the friends, quote unquote, that she found asked her why she ran away. And her response was, God expected too much of me. Wow. And like wow. that hit me like, and I was just like, whoa, I literally put the thing on pause and it just kind of sat there and was like, <sighs> I even teared up a little bit. And I was just like, wow. God expect is expecting too much of me. Yeah. She said, God expected too much of me. And like, I wonder how much of that was actually God as, as opposed to how much of it is we project. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's right. exactly the God question that I asked myself. And I'm yeah. like, and I feel that sometimes it is what we Absolutely. do. We put so much on ourselves and it's like you know you know you know the whole thing in the bible like god just wants you to walk upright yeah you know be righteous you know you know it's real cut and dry but we add all this extra stuff on it and she's just like i just want to be free and live you know um so there are a couple of moments like that um be free in, <laughs> in it and so like <laughs> i really really enjoyed it and what else am i watching i did the uh leslie jones comedy show mm -mm. uh mm. it was actually really funny i want to like her I really do. Joe just doesn't like black female don't com that. comedians. Nah, that's what this don't is. Don't you dare. Don't <laughs> you dare. Don't Name you one don't that like, you like, Gerald. You don't like Tiffany. You don't like Tiffany. You don't like Tiffany. You don't like Tiffany. I love Samoa. You, yeah, Tiffany you Haddish is okay. You don't, you don't like Tiffany. You don't like Monique. You don't like, what's this one we just said? Um, uh, Jones. Leslie. Leslie Jones. I like her. I just don't think she's Funny, like I, so. Listen, I do well, not then like. Well, say Monique that. Period. Say that. You don't so think you don't think Monique funny, is funny, like, nor even do you when like I saw, her. Like Leslie on SNL. Like mm -hmm. I like SNL. Some of the skits she did were funny. Some of them it just felt like it was a bit of a reach, right? I felt like she was just like trying too hard. They're just some comedians who are naturally gifted and naturally funny, and very, don't have to work very, so very hard to make you laugh. And I feel like her humor is like very. It's almost aggressive. And so that's the part that just does not minister to me. So that's, I, I, I like, love that's black honestly comedians. How I, like, so don't do that. That's honestly how I feel about Tiffany Haddish. I See, feel like. So you don't like black women comedians. No, 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 no. Because I'm gung-ho for, you know, female comedians. It's just Tiffany Haddish. She, Like you said, her uh, comedy, like, her okay, comedy is it. aggressive. Right. And it's, it's always loud and. It's just like always in your face. It's like there's it's not a buildup. There's no tack to it to me. It's just like a ratchet, loud black woman. And you just described and Monique. But Ooh. but but comedy <laughs> not, not comedy has changed and also, but also movies Ooh. and things like that. I love Monique. Will change your comedy. Because you, you look at a comedian like, for example, Monique or whomever, when they first started in comedy and where they and where they have gone with their gift and then and then all of a sudden they put it, put you in movies and stuff, all they want you to be is your id. They want you to be that loud oh, and and obnoxious and whatever. And so that's I I feel like in the movies that we've seen Tiffany in, I feel like that's where they've kind of placed her. Mm -hmm. But when she first started out, it, I think she does have a natural funniness. She isn't my my most favorite female comedian. Now who are we talking about? Tiffany. Tiffany. He, was, he mentioned Tiffany. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. But but stay on the rise. Be on the rise. I tell you one thing though, I enjoyed her book. She had a good I don't book. Know she had a book. That book was good to me. And you finished it. Oh my god, I did finish it. You didn't it. make up. I finished it. And did you read I it in her voice? It. Like when you read a book? Yes, I was okay. trying to okay. read it in her voice. And it's almost like you were expected to read it in her voice. And that's the last black unicorn, right? Yes. Yes. Tiffany Haddish. It's good. And it kinda gives you more of a glimpse into why she might be this hard and so hardcore acting mm -hmm. she's been through some ish yeah and um and i also don't think that we should i should expect to have to know your story to know why you're acting a certain way mm -hmm. because for me 
I see most things in general as it's all some form of an act. Mm. Like they. But what's deeper is they're like coping mechanisms. Like I feel like a lot of comedians have gone, have had hard lives, mm-hmm. have gone through things that that um, we may have been blessed to not have to go through. But I think that's and then what comes out of that for them is the way way uh, one coping mechanism, the way to protect yourself, is to you know make it funny, right? Yeah. So I think that's the point if you're, of if you're overweight, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're overweight or whatever, and people are making fun of you, then you you learn how to yeah. how it's to. It's an art form. Yeah, it's an art yeah. form. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But I think all of us have that issue or that thing that we struggle with that you know maybe we don't have the natural giftings and our abilities to turn into you know an empire or you know a stand-up routine i'm, I'm reading kevin hart's book uh and it's really interesting like and they they detail or he details like his struggle from you know growing up and all of these things and how they they lend themselves to his story mm-hmm. and it, it it does add value to their credit but i think it's also they're gifted that way to tell stories and to draw people into their experiences and to find the humor in the things that really most people can't survive. And sometimes our gifts are the way we cope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Cooking is a gift. I've come to realize, but you know, it's also a way that helps me cope. Right. And, and that cooking slash eating. And so, you eat, know, Brian, if something goes, I, mm-hmm. I, you'll find me <laughs> at the best food. restaurant <laughs> having a ta- asking for a table for one and having me, you know, a nice high-end meal so, to cope over so something that may have happened. So you cope by eating? It, it, a, lot it, a lot of people do that. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> that's why we have comfort food because it comforts the soul. And so sometimes you may just be going through, you want something good to eat because you've been going through something. But that should be your good, only thing you go to. Right, right. right. That's it, the, no, and that's what I was getting at. Like, yeah, I mean, but if it's one of them, why he does go to it? But it may be yeah. one of them, right? Yeah, moderation is key. I think. Yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah, moderation. I, 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 no, I agree with that. Moderation is key, because um, we we don't want you to cope so much that you eat so much that you. Right. What's the demographic of like your community? Is it diverse Actually, or is it, it black? It is very diverse. Um, we of the four, we are the only black family. Yeah, so. There's only four people in your community? No. Of the four families who... Socialize. Yes. So you don't socialize with anybody else well, we're, in the development? We're literally the first five houses. So that just makes it a little bit easier, right? Okay. We're at the entrance of the neighborhood. Okay. So we don't really concern ourselves with what's happening in the back of the neighborhood because we're all together. Do y'all have like, you know, like neighborhood barbecues or parties where everybody goes down to the park and you know like we have your neighbor we haven't had one in a while i am on the hoa mm-hmm. um so we're working on that but again we're not we're not like having full out <laughs> festivals and barbecues and all of these things because again social distancing. well yeah but i'm yeah. just saying prior to we did we had one um like a halloween party for the kids mm-hmm. at the park Okay. It's like a meet and greet. And we do decorations for Christmas and th- those kinds of things. So, yeah, we're trying. Hope, do you know your neighbors? Just tell us about that one. <laughs> I know a few of my neighbors. Maybe she don't want to be in this conversation. Don't. I know. They keep <laughs> on trying to pull me in. Oh, so now um, you don't want to talk. Okay, I'm sorry. So y'all know how when we watch a lot of movies and they say that uh, cops are profiling? Mm-hmm. 
you know, we, we, we profile too sometimes, okay? You know, yeah. whether we realize, okay, yeah. I think we, we have to, fake though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we, we, gotta, have to. we don't have to fake the funk. And we know between profiling and my intuition say, you ain't right. Uh-huh. I mm-hmm. know my neighborhood. I know what's up here. Mm-mm, sorry. I just want to kind of see every day, like, what's kind of going on in my neighborhood when cars are there, when they're not there. Because somebody else is watching, too. And I just, I don't know. You just kind of want to feel the pulse of your neighborhood. I want to yeah. kind of know what's what's happening with the energy of it all. Like, the other day, we're walking, and we, we cross the street when we're walking up and down that hill because, you know, people, we going to cross over. It's coronavirus. But then one dude was saying something. My roommate just kept walking. I was like, Mm-mm. What was he saying? He had United States Marine Corps on his hat. So, maybe when something go down... <laughs> Hey, friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember me? Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I live across the way. I live across the way. <laughs> Y'all best wow. stop playing. Let me, let me make you a plate real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. left over, a few leftover slices of ham, <laughs> pork chops, some mac and cheese, and mashed potatoes, some gravy. <laughs> a few pieces of ham. <laughs> I hope he's not watching me walk oh, away. <laughs> oh, yeah, he watching. He watching. He watching. <laughs> I love Loretta Devine. I love her. Yeah. I love her. There was a meme that was went around that said, "If you if you were a movie, who would play your mom?" And I think Loretta Devine would definitely be the one to play Jackie. Oh my god! I'm trying to figure out who would play my mom. So it was it was between like the OG actors, like it was Loretta Devine, Jennifer Lawrence, Felicia Rashad. Um, uh, I think Lorraine Toussaint may have been on there. Um. Like the old old school yeah. OG black act actresses. Uh Angela Bassett was on it on that list too. So it's like who who will play who play Betty Jo? I know Definitely Loretta Jennifer, De- Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer like, Lawrence. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Like for real. Mm. For real. Yeah. Yeah, Loretta Devine would definitely play Jackie. And she would have to be in, in like a little scooter. She would have to have a cane, Bison, and then they have to go to the walker. Then and then she would to have scooter. to say underlay sausage. She would have to say underlay sausage. And she uh, had to not, make you sing. Not Andouille sausage. Not <laughs> <laughs> a company. Right. What, what was she going to make you sing, Kevin? Tell, tell, she, tell that story, please. Like, please. I, I, this is my favorite Tevin story. It really is. Like, <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I wanted to tell it. I was growing up. <laughs> growing up. So when I was growing up. My mother would have company at the house. <laughs> and so she would make me sing in front of the company. Uh-huh. And it was always, like, this one song that she would make me sing. And so, like, because she would always play, like, all the time in the house or, like, when we drove somewhere. So I had just learned to, I just learned it. Uh-huh. And so she would always, she had a company over at the house. She was like, Tevin. Can I so, so you'd be in your room song? and she'd be like, Tevin. She'd be like, Tevin. Uh-huh. Tevin. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I was upstairs. She's like, "Come here real quick. I want you to sing my song." Mm. So I'm like, "Oh hell!" So I went down the steps, and she had her little friends in, in there. They all had like drinks or little, little cigarettes. The lounge feel. Yeah, a little place. lounge feel. <laughs> and she was like, "Sing my song," and I knew what song, but I was always like, oh, "What song? What song?" <laughs> She's like, "You know my song," and then she would play it. As We Lay by Kelly Price. <laughs> and I would have to sit there and be she like. the Kelly Price version? The Kelly Price oh, version. Oh, okay. So she would sit, I would have to sit there and say, it's morning. <laughs> and we slept the night away. And, and like, like, yeah, like seven, yeah. eight years old. And like seven, eight years old. <laughs> and we slept the night away. Like I know. <laughs> right. Like you know what it means. meant. Wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> So but I, I and to this day I know that song like the back of my hand like 
it's funny because when you mentioned the song, I never go Kelly Price, I always go Shirley, Shirley Murdoch. Murdoch. Right. Yeah. yeah. I did. I think it was a great update. I'm a, I'm a stick. I did for not the know that there was at that time. Version. I did not know that there was either, another yeah. version at that time. Oh my God. But you know what? Maybe maybe some kids today feel like that way a way about Anita Baker remakes or um, or like Beyonce and Frankie, yeah. and, and Frankie Beverly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, all these samples, like these kids have no idea where these songs came from, yeah, yeah. and it's not. I'm like, I tell my kids all they the time, like, let, let me run this back yeah. to you, like the original version, so you can have a better understanding. But they don't care. But now they're sampling Beyonce heavy, which is a whole nother thing. It's like, which is crazy. It's like, wow, we're we're here. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, my God. You know, this guy's name's Usher. He's great. Right. <laughs> That's how they were uh, when uh, Katy Perry had to do the Super Bowl and she brought out Missy Elliott. Online, there were so many people who were asking questions and they would tweet, who is this person? And then people would respond, you don't know who this is? This is le- She's legendary. Like, you don't right. know Missy? And so her like her music spiked up a whole lot after that. Um, that show was like, yeah, how y'all not know Missy Elliott? People be tripping. It's just, a, it's, just a, it's just a big generational difference. Like, what... What baby boomers like Gerald you see I'm to not and a baby boomer. What are you saying? Um, it's Gen X. Oh, okay. Like at the cusp? Real close. <laughs> no, 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 no. Y'all, first of all, I, I, I don't, I don't really need y'all know. to run my number. The baby know. boomers is from 45 <laughs> to 64. Right? 45 to 64. And Gen X right, is 65 to 79. All right? So some of you are closer to Gen X than you think. All right? Millennials, 80 to 94. Yeah. And Gen Z, 95 to 2015. So, and that depends again, on what's because, like, there are a, a, a different model will shift those numbers and mm-hmm. change all of Because I've, I've heard millennials go to like 96 or 97. But what I'm saying is, it's not a, a 10 year shift will not put me into baby boomers. That's <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get at. What year were you born? Huh? Don't worry about it. How because not? Because we, we need accuracy, you know. No, I'm telling you. Yeah, you, 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 you and Brian, y'all, y'all. <laughs> no, don't let me in with do- Brian. <laughs> don't let me in with Brian. He but does you're not going to do let me in with Brian. Right. I am Gen X. All right. No. <sighs> Welcome. I'm just saying, depending on the model. We'll find, you your look model. At. find your model and run your numbers <laughs> and let's see what we well, have. I never really heard the silent years before. I mean, I, I don't oh, think I, I, well, I hadn't, but I, 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 just, was, not I thought it was the lost generation. I thought that's what it was called. So, see, we got different names for the stuff. That's fine. That still, that generation does not apply to me. Well, no, we so never said it's lost or silent. This is what we're trying to say. It's different models. Everybody got right. something else going so on. All I'm trying to tell y'all tonight is that I am not a baby boomer. Can you hear me? Can on any model. Mic check, mic check. Am I whispering? <laughs> Take a look at my profile. Take a look at the pictures. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you Gen X. I'm not. I mean, I'm not giving you baby boomers. I'm not giving you silent years, God of our weary tears. I'm not giving you any of that. Why are you so bothered? Why are you so bothered? You bothered? I'm not bothered by this because I'm you are bothered. Tiger King hat. This is what's happening. You're trying to attack us. Unnecessary. You've been all on that Netflix. It's time for you to chill. It's time for you to chill. Busy baby. I'm a millennial. Well, we've come to that part of the show where we call out the things that bother us most. It's called You're a Jerk. To the lady on the walk run path who had her dog on my right side and beckoned me to go to the left. You're, you're a, a jerk. jerk. To the governor of Georgia who said he didn't know asymptomatic people could spread the coronavirus. You're, you're a, a jerk. jerk. 
So to the people that made me watch Tiger King, you're, you're a jerk. jerk. To all the people who are still hanging out at the wharf and in these large crowds, you're, you're a jerk. jerk. Take y'all asses home. God damn. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Not For The Masses podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Until next time, you are excused from the dinner table.